0: Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Adrenaline Gaming, the show about all things first person shooter, fighter, and action platformer. Come get some! <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome back to Adrenaline Gaming Podcast for episode number two. We have a lot going on, but first, our sponsor is TweakedAudio.com. For the best earbuds with the cheapest price, go to TweakedAudio.com and you enter the code OFFTHERECORD, all one word, and get 33% off your entire entire order. For the best quality earbuds around, TweakedAudio.com. Today we'll be talking a lot about Borderlands 2, so much info. Planet side 2 we have a lot of awesome news we're going to be talking about Dishonored, Skylanders Giants, and Mortal Kombat I am Joe the Widget Wilson and joining me as always well, often enough is Michael Forney Yo
1: I I'm going to just, I'm yeah, gonna just start calling
0: you Michael Yo Forney Yo and joining us <laughs> is Derek Origin.
1: I just got born last day McClure
0: Uh, shoot me in the face. (laughs) Uh, If you insist. Shoot me
1: in the face! In the face! Do it! Shoot me in the face! Thank you! Thank Thank you. you.
0: (laughs) And uh, joining us again this week is
1: Daniel... Oh, what is this, Dishonored? Boontini. Hey, everybody. Uh, Glad to be back. And, yeah, just got into Dishonored, and I love it. Hey, you guys want to hear the most annoying sound ever? Uh, <laughs> I,
0: I, I knew you were gonna do that reference Mike <laughs> Now there's something actually worse. Weapon! Weapon!
1: I love that gun. It sucks but I love it.
2: Changing weapons! Changing
0: weapons Reloading <laughs> So anyway. Before we get into Borderlands 2, because we have a lot to get in on that, I did get some Side 2 time into it just yesterday, because I was super, super busy. My game time was very limited this week. I was out in um, Baltimore for the greater part of last week playing Elder Scrolls online. It's not out yet, and it will not be out for another year, and it's an RPG, so it will, most likely will not be covered on the show. However... It does have a lot of action elements in it, so I'm kind of debating on that. Because seriously, it's one of the best games I've ever played, and it's only in pre-alpha. But anyway, I'm not getting into that. You can tune in to Elder Scrolls Off the Record to learn more. I got into Planet Side 2 last night after a nice big patch, and a lot of the game has changed since I played it in the last two weeks. A lot has changed. Uh, remember how we, when we were playing, we were talking on uh, Planet Off the Record? How it's really hard to tell a difference between your enemies and you, your teammates? Yes. That's been fixed. Okay, how so? Um, the NC now wear mostly brown, and they have, like, blue armor plates here and there. Okay. It's very, very easy to tell them, the, between, tell them apart from the venue. Very, very easy. And they even changed the color coding of the venue to be a little bit less purple and more bluish. And as well as all the um, the tanks and everything have a much more vibrant color scheme now. So it's very, very easy to tell them, especially the, the terrain. Republic because they have a very bright red almost orange so the color change is was very welcome it looks a little bit less real but it's very very easy to tell your opponents from your friends I was only shooting my friends when they were coming in front of my my fire so (laughs) that was their fault yep and friends is people I have no idea who the heck they were but they're venue so they're friends um (laughs) I got into the game and went to a hotspot right in car. I didn't go into the new continent. Got introduced right into some massive trench warfare. What I mean by trench warfare is we were trying to take a base from the terrain, and there was this hill that kind of goes right next to the base, and there, all of the venue were lined up on this hill taking cover, going up long enough to shoot, go back down, reload, come back up, and there was grenades flying everywhere because they, t- they got rid of the resources. Now you have three different resources that are only one designated for vehicles, aircraft, and infantry. So you don't have to worry. There's a a very, very clear split now on the resources. And Araxium is completely gone. There's no Araxium. Uh, All your weapons are actually bought with cert points now. And the prices are fairly decent. They really are. And they lowered the, the certification costs dramatically as well. Now like you can get some certifications for as little as one cert point. Oh, good. So it works like, out really well. So have they sped up the uh, the cert point gain? I played for about an hour and a half last night, in Constant Combat got to about Battle Rank 2, and I had seven cert points. Okay. So it wasn't exactly fast, but it was not slow either. I mean, I remember when we were in beta, and I would have gotten two or one in that time frame. Right. So it's, it's a lot better. And some of the weapons, like the higher-end weapons, will cost you 246 cert points. Some you can get for 60, including some vehicle ones. So it's really not bad. So I, I give it about a week or two, and you'll be able to buy you know, a couple weapons, if not like an aircraft or a, a ground vehicle weapon as well. They added a lot more certs to the game. There's still a couple that are locked, but they got most all of them undone and ready to go. Uh, mostly be, and, but the thing is, is I noticed a lot of visual bugs when I was playing. More than I've ever seen before, even when I was playing in, in alpha. Uh, I remember I got into, well there's a couple bugs. I went up to a base to try to get my aircraft spawned, and they changed how it does it now. You don't automatically teleport into your vehicle once it spawns. You have to go over to your vehicle, then get in it, and then drive away. Well, they misplaced the aircraft on the aircraft launcher up top on the base. And the aircraft were spawning half on the pad and half off of it. So they just tilt and just fall to the ground and explode. Uh-huh. So you couldn't get an aircraft on that launch pad. That's awesome. <laughs> so as I got frustrated, went downstairs, got a lightning. And I found it interesting that there was a queue. And then when my time was up, it said, you know, the queue went away and the vehicle icon went up. And I saw lightning appear in the bay. I didn't teleport to it, so I was confused for half a second, so I went over to it, got in, and drove away. But as soon as I got near a bridge, I had this massive graphical bug where it whited out my screen, blinking constantly. And it was only within range of this bridge that this occurred, so I don't know what was going on. But it was a real panic to see what I was doing. And I can tell that they tweaked how the vehicles maneuver. A lightning is not as maneuverable as it used to be. It's mm-hmm. still really, really fast, but it's a lot less maneuverable, but that's because they put a, you know uh, cert points to make it more maneuverable to where it used to be in early beta, if that makes sense. Yeah.
3: Wait. Yeah. So, like, what's the point of the queue? Because I noticed that when I was jumping on a, a a lightning.
0: Well, you can't have fifteen vehicles spawning on top of each other and just exploding in thin air. So they right. they queue so- you up, so the person whoever got there first and came, and got their vehicle first would be the first one in line. As soon as the person in front of them gets their vehicle and they're clear of the pad, your vehicle will spawn, or the, that person's vehicle will spawn, they'll get in, then the next person in line will get their vehicle and so on and so forth, until everyone who is waiting for a vehicle gets their vehicles and gets off.
3: Okay, so is it possible that someone spawns a vehicle and someone else jumps in before they get to it? Or no, it it's locked sign? to
0: that person. I thought about that, and it's the same way as it always has been, is that that vehicle is locked to you. Okay. So no one can drive it but you. Unless, I it's, think it'd be unless cool it's half. Be
2: to, <laughs> I think it'd be cool to be able to spawn 10 of them once and cause a major explosion, destroying a whole base, personally. <laughs> That's just me. I happen to like explosions.
0: Well, you wouldn't be able to. Maybe your buddies, but no, nah, with the Q-System, that prevents that. I really wanted to fly, too, but no. the um I don't know if I like the new color change. They don't look as BA as they used to, but it makes sense. They're a lot easier to see and determine who is who. When I killed an NC, I was like, you know, I thought he was VR or VS at first. Not if I knew duh, terrain TR. <laughs> I thought he was a TR at first until I looked at him and I realized he was an NC because he had the NC logo on his helmet. And he was he had blue parts on it, but most of him was like, um, I'm colorblind as sin, but it was like a kind of a a, ver- a very light brown. Oh, sort of yeah, kind of like how the TR worked before. They were like brown with
3: yellow, uh, red on them.
0: Yeah. And now. They're more, TR are more red and orange. Okay. So it's very, very easy to see the difference, which I was very, very happy about. That I was able to get plenty of kills. I was able to see them as they were coming out. It was not a problem. What were you playing as? I was my venue. I was actually heavy assault. Oh. And I was a lo- the guns are a lot more accurate. I was getting kill after kill. The kick is not as near as bad as it used to be. I mean, it still has kick. Cause that's to be expected with a heavy machine gun like that. It's gonna have kick. But with a laser, you would think it would be a lot less, and it's much more, much more maneuverable and easier to use. And you can, I think, it costs like three or, um, it only costs like f- maybe three resources for the uh, assault resource in order to cost to buy a grenade. So it's really easy to get grenades. So that's okay. why there was tons of grenades flying everywhere, which made it actually pretty exciting, because you had to be spread out. And we were in a fight for that entire hour and a half, hour and a half trying to fight that, because we were starting to gain ground, but then the ENC decided they want to show up and join the fight, which we had a three-way fight going on. Everyone, like everyone, was being very strategic, which really impressed me. Uh, very few people were actually running in and gunning because they were dead very, very quick. People were hiding behind trees, by rocks, in trenches, inside the buildings, around the corners of the buildings. It was a lot of a lot more strategy than I've seen before in Plants I Two yet.
3: That sounds great. That scenario you just said is like what, why I'm in Side 2, because I can't wait for it to get like that all the time.
0: The game's coming along great, which also leads us to the fact of the big news. And SOE had their big, um, <clears throat> their their big announcement event, at SOE Live, and they announced a couple of things, didn't they, Mike?
2: Oh yeah. First, they announced that uh, you can actually, if you picked up the Alpha Squad, you're going to be able to reserve your name. Uh, there's supposed to be more details coming out on to how that's going to go around, but awesome. Now you don't Good. have to worry about someone stealing it before you get it.
0: I'm going to reserve widgets so people can't steal it from me.
2: Yeah, and I'll be reserving Terranix. They also announced that Amorish, Saris, Osher, Hassan, player bases, buggies, and outfit customization in the p- future. What? So...
0: Wait, I thought Amarish, Amarish is one of the ones that was supposed to be... Releasing with the game?
2: I don't know. That's just, that was directly from a tweet from the, from them.
0: So, new continents?
2: You no, know, there'll be new continents. There'll actually be player bases. So nice. I don't know if you build it or, or how that works, but it's They're sounds putting the cool. buggies
0: back in. That makes me happy. I was, was one of the few vehicles I was really disappointed were not in the beta.
2: Yep. And then you'll be able to have outfit customization. So, also, they're coming out with outfit uniforms, which is <laughs> part of the customization. That's good. Oh, they all sick. match. There's going to be a, a built in Twitch TV client November 1st in Planet Side 2, starting November 1st.
0: And which brings us to the biggest news of all. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. get ready for this. Planet Side 2 has a release date. Mike. November 20th. November
2: 2014.
0: November. Just kidding. 20. 2012. <laughs> November 20th! <laughs> 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 so, uh,. In one month, the game goes live, the full version. I cannot wait. This game. Oh, is, that's gonna be awesome. This game is getting better and better and better, and I, I, I can't wait to get in when it goes live and be able to buy all my. I have tons of station cash saved up to buy my weapons that I want right off the bat. I'm gonna go subscription. <clears throat> I've decided on that, without a doubt. I'm, I'm into this game so much. I'm gonna be running an outfit. Subscription just seems to make sense to me.
2: So going to try to play it hopefully this week if i can get time away from work to actually be able to play it
3: <laughs>
2: <clears throat> so what dick
3: i am really excited that you know we have less than four weeks until it's out mm-hmm. but like how confident is everybody that it's going to be polished because like you were just talking about all the the visual bugs and they just changed up a bunch of stuff we haven't seen
0: Amaris yet um do you think they're going to be ready from what I'm seeing in the progression of the beta, I think so. Okay. All it is is minor tweaks and graphics. Uh, me and Mike working in the industry have seen that happen before where they had, you know, literally a thousand bugs of visual and stuff like that that were open and gotten the majority of them fixed before launch. It's just they're gonna be spending a lot of time and effort the next month to get everything fixed. You're gonna see a lot of changes in the beta patches, a lot, which will be Quite interesting to see before the game launches. I'm pretty sure they're going to probably take the servers down a week before launch to get everything finalized before the game goes live. Okay. Yep. And the nice thing about MMO is if there are minor bugs, like graphic bugs here and there at some of the bases, they can fix those constantly through patches as the game launches. So that's, that's not much too much of an issue. Any game issue. now. <clears throat> yeah. Dan, you got Mortal Kombat time in.
1: Oh, yeah. I did. I played a little this week, and... Uh I can't say I played well. I played with my nephew and his friends who are considerably younger than I am.
0: Twelve-year-olds were beating a snot out of Dan. It was quite funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were. Round uh, one, fight. They were kicking my butt. And all I can say is that I need a lot more practice. And the one character that I seem to do the best against them with was uh, Sonia.
0: Sonya. Sonya Blade. I have all the additional characters for that game that came out with their DLC, like Freddy Krueger. Freddy is interesting. He's creepy as sin.
2: Yeah, Joe finally <laughs> got is. his game back about a month ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mike. <laughs> I went to California at the beginning of this year, and I spent time with Mike like I always do when I go to California. I spent, like, what, three or four days at your house, Mike? Yeah. And I left my Mortal Kombat CD in his machine, I didn't realize it until I was already back in Buffalo, New York, so, oops. Finally got it back, thanks. And, uh, <laughs> to me, Mortal Kombat, I've always been a huge, huge Mortal Kombat fan, big. I couldn't stand Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe. It was dumbed down, it was just retarded. But they did a reboot, and re-released Mortal Kombat to its original roots, but adding a lot more brutality to it, I love it. It's insanely fun, especially in 3D.
1: Yes, oh, <laughs> oh, the one time that I got to play it and in 3D, I wish I can go back and do it again.
0: You never played it in 3D.
1: I played it with you and with you and Mike before me and you left for. Well, Buffalo, like you has been York. out two years already. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike has a 3D TV, and what it does when you do, do 3D is it it doesn't make your characters 3D. They stay on the foreground, which is nice. So it doesn't screw up your eyes. the entire background gets transformed into a 3D environment.
2: Yeah, so it's like a depth 3D instead of an out 3D.
0: Which works very very well for the game. It looks completely BA. I can't stand games like uh, Call of Duty in 3D. It hurts my eyes. Oh yeah, those things are But (laughs) Mortal Kombat was sick. That's the way to play it.
2: (laughs) Yep.
3: I haven't played a Mortal Kombat since Mortal Kombat 3.
0: You gotta try the new Mortal Kombat. The 90s? Do you have any consoles? Not current ones, no. Well, you won't be able to. Yeah,
2: no. Bummer.
0: That's for me. Uh, Mike, Skylanders, Giants, really?
2: Yeah. (laughs) What?
0: Have you played it? Have you played it? No.
2: Okay, well, then can you talk? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. All right, so I don't know if any of you know what it is. It's like a kind of action, top-down view game where you just go through levels and beat people up. But... You buy these little action figures that you put on a portal, and it actually summons them into the game, and those are the guys that you fight with. So it's kind of like a, a combination of action figures and video game, which I, I like both, so it, it's Yeah, fun.
0: my 12-year-old <laughs> son really wants Skylanders, Giants. You love oh, the first one. Oh,
2: me, yeah, me and my son play it. You know, We usually play it about an hour a night, if we get a chance,
0: at least. Nice. We so love can- it. It's a blast,
2: and, and that's the best thing about it is it's okay by yourself, not as much fun. But playing with other people, it's trying to collect the rare figures that they have and stuff like that. Level your characters up. Because you can level them up. You get to buy extra abilities for them. And then you can even take that figure off, take it to a friend's house, and it keeps all the levels and everything you got, and you can play with a friend. This is so for- it's a really fun game. Not <clears throat> hard, but it's really fun, really entertaining. I like it.
0: It came out for the Wii and uh, the 3DS, right?
2: It's Wii, 3DS, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and it's coming out for the Wii U.
0: Now Wii U can stuff it. Yeah. Or system ID Pretty much ever. everything. Awesome. So, okay, well, educate someone like me who doesn't know really what the core game's about besides putting the figurines on the platform and getting them in the game. I've seen that. This is mostly like a uh, uh, Sky, uh, Spyro game, right?
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. It, Skylanders is the reboot of the Spyro games. Pretty much the same thing. Really polished, though. You know, the graphics obviously are for the next-gen consoles that we mm-hmm. have now. Uh, but same kind of thing. Your top-down view, you go around. You, they each figure slash character has its own unique abilities. And they start out with two, and as you level up, you can get more. And you just you go to find secrets with your treasures you're just you know going through the actual story which you know it's a decent you know kid story you know it's mm. not anything dark or anything like that obviously so <laughs>
0: so basically but, uh, it's pokemon for 12 year olds
2: mm, i would say it's <laughs> better than pokemon more fun because it's more spyro ish more action oriented instead of rpg oriented
0: i um, highly recommend it highly uh, yeah, I um, do, especially well, if you have kids well i'm gonna buy it for tim Eventually, he just got his new Pokemon game, so I'm gonna get that for him. Like, he's been begging, and then uh, I'll give I'll probably actually steal his 3ds and give it a shot, um, or I can get it for PlayStation 3 either way,
2: exactly. Which is fun, actually
3: so, it's what's fun. the uh, like the barrier of entry to start off? How much would it cost
2: um, to start off? 75 Okay, the $75 will get you the portal that you need. Three figures and the game itself. Okay. And then, uh, if you have the, if you had the game from before when the just the first Skylanders came out, because this is the second one, then you don't need to buy the portal again. You just got to buy the game, and then same price as a normal game for PlayStation Three and uh, Xbox at seventy-five. I think it's like ten dollars cheaper for the three DS. But you only get one figure, I believe, with that as opposed to three. But don't count me on that because I'm not
0: positive. All right. Um, we have a lot of Borderlands 2 to talk to get into, this is probably gonna take up the vast majority of the show. We also have an email from a listener who wrote in saying uh his email is from Chris P aka Maximus Phoenix. He's a regular with the network. Excuse me while I burp. Um he says, Hey team awesomeness. On my Necromancer, I'm going down the left tree, best friends forever. I picked up the perk, buck or buck up, Death Top restores 3 percent of one ally shield. I've used that I use it on my my micromancer as well this helps out if i start taking hits as it gives me time to step back and and recover while death trap runs off and they basically kill crap the glitch is that he will also go over to the enemy and start recharging their shields too uh this gets very annoying especially on bosses yeah like you were saying what last week mike how the ai for that death Mm -hmm. trap is horrible proof positive (laughs) <laughs> Told you. We
1: need a patch to fix this. <laughs> ASAP.
0: Yeah, I'm. You know, um, the makers of Borderlands, which I just Gearbox. Gearbox. They do extremely well at keeping the game fixed and up to date. So I would expect a fix for that pretty soon. Honestly, I really wouldn't okay. worry about that. Uh, I've I did get a lot of, what time I was able to play this week. I did get a good amount of Borderlands Two in. And I did beat the DLC last week on my PC character,
1: DLC. the Pirate
0: Booty. It's Captain Scarlet's, you know, Pirate Booty. Captain Scarlet is kind of hot. Got to give her that for a Borderlands character. Demented in her own way, which is typical for Borderlands, but less demented than others like Shade. Mike, have you tried the new DLC?
2: No, I haven't got a chance to play it. I played. Uh, I only got a chance to play Borderlands last Thursday. <laughs> And I probably played it for two hours, and I got to the pretty much almost to the very last quest in the regular game.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, you were telling
1: so, me about that. Oh,
2: yeah, so I'm going to hang off. I'm not going to actually beat it yet. I'm going to finish up the like five side quests I still have, and then I'm going to go through and start the uh, DLC. Then I'll beat the game, and then I'll go back and beat everything all over again.
0: Yeah, that's the fun part, beating it all over yeah. again. You get better weapons and everything. I heard at level 50 you get the best weapons in the game. Um, remember how Got I. Got a farm for him. Remember how we talked about last week how there was this, uh, unbeatable enemy, kinda like Chromax? Yeah. They added another one in the DLC. Oh, huh, nice. He's, uh, something something the Invincible. He's basically a, uh, um, an agent with, uh, Hyperion. Mm-hmm. Or a scientist Ooh. with Hyperion that goes mad with power. I haven't seen him yet. I'm waiting until 50 before me and Dan go take him on. Um,. But I'm level 30 with my with my commando. I'm one point away from getting the final tree on the left side, so I can get that the dual cannons, the dual yeah, muzzles. Can't yeah, wait for 32. that too. My turret is getting so insane. I played with another um fan of the network recently, uh, Lisnod. We were in doing a DLC together, and he saw my turret out and was like, "That thing is just beast. It's insane." I plop that. I plop that thing down. Anything in my path dies. Period, no matter where they're at.
2: Yeah, I went uh I went ahead and changed up my spec a little bit right now and I went down and got the uh rockets for my turret. But yeah. then I went down the middle tree and got the longbow.
1: So nice. now I
2: can throw my turret wherever I want to throw it behind enemy lines while it's shooting like bunches of rockets and has extra guns on it because I did the extra rounds and yeah, pretty much mows everything down. I really don't gotta do anything. I can go <laughs> The bathroom or something, and come back. I put that
0: that perk on it that lets you get the the laser sight for improved accuracy, uh-huh. up to fifty percent accuracy. That thing snipes people. Nice. Well, You're uh, seven uh, round burst sniping people. It's crazy.
2: One of the not the relics, but the class mods that I have mm-hmm. actually increases some of the. It, it causes more bullets per per uh, round
0: fire. Yeah, I got one of those too. <laughs> and
2: something else. Yeah, it's, the, it's an assault rifle mod, but yeah, it's awesome.
0: I actually go by my mods. Speaking of that, I actually look at... Now, when I look at mods, I don't really care about the primary stats it gives you. It's the bonuses to my perk tree that I'm worried about now. If I see a, a class mod doesn't have any bonuses to the skill trees, I don't touch it.
2: See, I do both. Especially right now, because my class mod right now increases the uh, magazine size of my assault rifles by like 55%. And then I have a relic that increases the ammo... Um, my assault rifle ammo capacity by, like, 20-something percent. So my maxed out assault rifle ammo capacity is, like, 13,000 bullets – or 1,300 bullets.
1: <laughs> oh, and wow. Then,
2: and then my guns, I like, can hold, like, 60 or 70 before I have to reload.
0: <laughs> Me and Dan also beat the DLC on the PS, the play, PlayStation 3 version. And oh. we're um, – I'm level 30, Mike, by the way, and not even – I'm about two-thirds done with the game, the regular game on my PC version. Yeah, I'm 32. I'm way ahead of the level curve. I'm fighting guys that are level 23 back in the regular game now. Well, Ooh, I went yeah. in and on the PS3 and beat it, and doing it two-man is is crazy. Absolutely crazy, especially when you're doing it on the, uh, the Vault Hunter mode because there's these enemies called the Cursed Pirates.
1: Oh, my God. Gosh, I hate those guys <laughs> so much. Man.
0: They add a whole bunch of new enemies to the game, and one of them is cursed pirates, which are basically a combination of um, psychos and any other insane bad ba you want to think of. They're not BAs. they're just a regular uh, cursed pirate. But they start. I out like a- to
1: think of them as a psycho mixed with a uh, mixed with a goliath, because nah, they have that berserker. big. Uh, rushing ability to come at you with their fist swinging.
0: But they're lightning quick. They they only start with half health. And the reason they do is because as soon as they hit you, they regain a quarter of their health.
2: Yeah, you know what I fought the other day? Hmm. A midget treasure chest wielding Goliath.
0: Yes, I've seen those. Those are nuts.
2: I was like... This thing was like teeny on the screen. It had a treasure chest on its back. It... Knocked off its head. It went, like, ultimate badass on me, and it was fun.
0: You know those uh, (laughs) loot goons? Yeah. You know that if you knock their head off and they go berserk? If you could get them to level up twice, they get the ultimate chest on their back. Yeah? The chest upgrades every time that they level up. I I killed one that was pretty high. (laughs) So we had a super BA uh, loot fiend, or loot goon. We finally downed him, and the weapon chest was huge. Oh. It had like eight weapons in it. Nice.
1: It was awesome. <laughs> I, I got the coolest
2: trophy in the game the other day. You go back when you're uh, you're in the Badlands, mm-hmm. and you go all the way back to the bus stop from the very first game where you get off the bus. And you go up on top of a little building there, and you get a treasure chest, and it pops up with the feels like the first time trophy. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's we're awesome. gonna
1: have to go do that.
2: And then right next to it, there's a echo log of Jack, and he he's telling Angel, he's like, "Tell them exactly what I say. Repeat after me. Don't say anything about what you're hearing. Get off the bus slowly. Just like the first game, what she's telling you."
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, it's awesome, Derek. Yes. So you just got the game after the, after last week's show. Mm-hmm. What of your what is your impression so far? Um, I can't stop playing it. I have
3: so many other games I need to get into, and every time, I just kind of slip back into Borderlands 2.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the club, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane fun. So I like, see uh, that you're uh, a level 10 Gunzerker. So you're just getting into the game, man. You're just getting into the beginning. And well,
3: so- yeah, I have no idea like how far I'm in. Uh, I've been playing for like 10 hours. Uh, my biggest problem is I'm wasting a lot of time. Well, it's not really wasting um, running around in my uh, my vehicle running over things that's wasting like I will, no I'll sit here and I will like giggle for thirty minutes at a time, just running things over. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but I'm having fun. I
1: can just imagine you sitting on your couch sitting on your couch or at your computer desk. Just laughing your head off as you squash a bully mound under your tires.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, it's, that's, dude, that's it. 10 hours mean, in the game, I was level 24 or so, about two thirds away from the game. <laughs> so, level so, 10 at 10 hours, man? You must do that a lot. Okay, so at 10 hours,
3: I'm like, just got out of Sanctuary and like, done the uh, Assassinate the
0: Assassins quest.
3: That's a fun quest. Mm-hmm. So, I mean,. I have
0: no clue, like, am I, like, at the first You're in the quarter. very beginning of the game, man. Okay. You still That's are. fine with me. More Borderlands. Now oh, you got a long so ways to go. And if we pick up the DLC, it adds so much more content. Um, Captain Scarlet is very close to what General Knox was DLC in the first Borderlands in terms of content size and reward. So, I don't know if you've played the first Borderlands. Very little, but there was a DLC called General Knox, and it introduced two new vehicles, uh, new continents, and it increased level cap. Unfortunately, Captain Scarlet, as far as I'm aware of, does not increase the level cap at all. And the vehicle that you get and is only available—you can only use it within the DLC. You can't use it in the regular lands, which kind of stinks.
1: It does. I love the vehicle that you get. So about vehicles,
3: do you get like different vehicles throughout the game?
0: Uh Borderlands 2 right now is two of them. Okay. Eventually you'll get another one called the uh the Bandit. The Bandit technical, the Bandit the Bandit technical, which is a four-person vehicle. Okay. And you get different weapon types like you can launch either a explosive barrel or you can shoot saw blades.
2: Oh, nice, the saw blades.
0: It's slower than the the regular vehicle you get, but it has more armor. And the one you get in Captain scarlet they call it the uh it's like a hovering, um, what are those boats, those mini boats off of a ship called? Uh, schooners? Gifts. Yes. Gifts, yes, skiffs. It's a skiff. It's, it's a basi- sand skiff. Sand skiff, thank you, Dan. And it, it looks a lot like something out of Star Wars, Mike, right? Oh, great. But it, it maneuvers freaking great. And you get rockets, you get a choice between rockets, launching barrels, or the harpoon. The harpoon's the best thing ever. Oh, that just sounds awesome. The harpoon fires out and whatever it penetrates gets tons of damage, then it explodes, doing more damage. So you can literally blow up a vehicle even at the second playthrough with almost one shot. But killing enemies when you're in a vehicle, you get dramatically less XP than if you do it on foot.
1: Well, I, and I remember me and Joe, uh, because right when you get these vehicles and you drive off, In the DLC, there's this area that has these worms that pop out of the ground. Whenever we drive past there, uh, I would try to hit every single worm that I could with my vehicle. But that started to get boring. So after that, me and Joe started to race to our quest objective. Almost every time that we got into the skiffs, he beat me. Every time. Uh,
0: but yeah, you always call me a cheater, but I was doing it legitimately. I was finding shortcuts. Shortcuts. Hitting rocks while boosting, flying through the air is a shortcut. I got to tell you,
3: I love the way that the vehicles handle in this game. Like, better than any other, like, racing game.
0: They like, handle races. they handle very easily on the PC. Yeah. But not so easy with a controller. Oh, really? It's well, well, getting I'm used easy, to the controller. So it's, it's crazy fun.
2: I can drive those things no problem with the controller. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: It yeah. takes getting used to it first, Mike. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> hey, it's easy for me. I can turn on a dime, flip over. Of course, I've been driving since the first game, and Joe never drove, so I was the only one that had to do it. So,
0: Well, I did, too. That's why I got that picture of us with that crashed vehicle making the pyramid. We were
2: both driving. <laughs> That's how you got that picture. We crashed into each other.
0: Yeah, I know. That's so what I said. I was driving, too. I was my own vehicle. And Mike stopped suddenly. We were doing the General Knox, and we had these, like, uh, dune buggy type. Not dune buggy, but um, kind of like doom, like trucks. And he stopped suddenly in the middle of nowhere. I, I wasn't paying attention. Rammed right into him. His back end went straight up, and my front end went straight up, and our vehicles were stuck in a pyramid. <laughs> so he took a screenshot of me underneath the uh, two vehicles. He <laughs> couldn't get them undone. It was awesome. You're a big fan of Scooter?
3: Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, you know, ride. Also, I grew up in uh, in Kentucky, too, so I know people who sound slightly less exaggerated than this guy. So it's, it's just cracking me up.
0: Yeah, Scooter's awesome, but you know what? I can't wait to get Tiny Tina and you get to tell me about that. She's yeah, the best I'm looking thing forward to that. Ever.
3: That's what I was thinking. I was like running to this guy. I was like, okay, if Tiny Tina's your favorite, then she must be like, bananas, because this guy is hilarious.
0: <laughs> she's nuts. Squishy, squishy. Squishy, squishy. Wait, what? That's <laughs> all so I can say. I'll be making dinner just randomly saying squishy, squishy, because she goes into her workshop at one point when she's making bombs, and you can just hear her just in there chanting, singing her song, squishy, squishy. squishy." Anyway, I'm being stupid. <laughs> um, I love it, alright? She's awesome. 13-year-old. Hey, I do have a quick question, though. Yeah. Uh,
3: I've Love shooting with my sniper rifle that I found,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, but I'm a gunzerker. Am, am I like messing something up here? No. Like, should no. I be a different
0: class? Um, Zero does has the best sniper rifle specific perks, okay. but unlike the first game, the second game, pretty much every class is good with just about any weapon. Okay. There's a yeah, lot there's of general, a lot
2: of mods, uh, class mods out there too that allow you to use pretty much anything.
0: Yeah, you can enhance okay. your sniper rifle abilities through class mods. Um, I mean, some of them, like Zero, for instance, do have sniper rifle more specific type of perks, but, I mean, there's no one deadlier than him with that. Right.
2: But he can't dual-wield sniper rifles.
0: True. Uh-huh. <laughs> but why would you? I mean, I'd rather, rather dual-wield, like, rocket launchers.
2: But you can't. That's the point.
0: The gun can
3: that Gunzerker, exactly. I mean I I'm always like picking up uh or trying to pick up ammo. I don't ever pick up ammo and I never need it. So I'm
0: like leaving like things scattered all over the game. You you suck. I had to get ammo all the time on my I never get it. Well, early in the game I had to. Now for like I have I have almost every DLC or DLC um uh storage decks unlocked for my assassin. So he's got the max level of all the stores, the SDU, so no, yeah, ammo's not an issue anymore. But I know a lot later in the game, a lot of the more advanced guns will chew up, you know, anywhere from two to five ammo per shot. Right. So the high I amount of ammo is required. Hate
2: those guns. I avoid guns that require more than one ammo a shot, unless it's a shotgun. All
0: right. Well, since we're getting on the topic of weapons, we have a special talking point based on Borderlands weaponry and what to look for, how to decide which is truly better to use. And we just got over the t- we just went over the topic of, of which classes are better with weapons and than others, um, and the general consensus is it's your playstyle. However, some like Gunzerker, does really well with um, machine guns and rocket launchers, especially because of dual com- ability. Commando, same thing. I mean, I know that um, the I believe it's either the the Mech. Yeah, she does really well with uh, electric based weapons based on her perks electric and explosive weapons so I mean depending on the perks some of them will have like some perk abilities will have specific gun types or elemental types that they're more prone to use if you go down that that route but in general speaking every class can do fine with each one of them based on your perks. of I know I said on different classes a lot of them every one of them has some kind of general weapon enhancement in their skill trees
1: yeah and okay. uh, like the gun circuit for instance the current tree that I'm going down he's really good with uh, pistols if you put points into these skills well I don't really like pistols so I can go around and uh, go around those skills and choose a skill that will generally enhance most of the weapons that I like to use so with my gunzerker I can either go I could go either way Okay. And I really like that about it Mike you have an opinion on that
2: yeah uh, yeah anybody's good at anything between class mods and skills you can <laughs> pretty much do whatever you want yeah that's the point of the game you know uh-huh. you're not limited just pick what to what what special ability you like ie the uh, the uh, dual wielding the guns or the turret or and go from there that's the best way to pick it
0: <laughs> well I did pick zero based on his ability with sniper rifles. I think his specials kind of blah.
2: See, I use sniper rifles almost
0: ninety percent of the time on my commando, and oh yeah, same thing.
2: I can one shot anything pretty much.
0: (laughs) But with Zero, I can get a constant crit build on him, where I've literally seen numbers pop up as high as my highest number I've gotten so far was two hundred thirteen k on a single hit. And it It didn't even have two
1: hundred thirteen thousand. It literally said 213k when the number popped up above the enemy Now I'm side. waiting
0: to get so powerful that it just pops instead of a number and says he's dead.
1: <laughs> he was, I was dead already. Say, I, I think,
3: think my highest one has been like 213 Period.
0: Sniper for rifles for generally have the highest crit percentage. Uh, the highest damage number overall is done by rocket launchers, but their ammo... Well, it depends Headshots. on your perks. Headshots, yeah, yeah, like
2: shoot him in the head. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm like really good at that. This game, well, is that's very, only for basic enemies. Some enemies spot. have different crit spots, Mike.
2: Well, yeah, depending on the enemy. But if you hit him in that spot, it's a crit every time.
0: Uh, not all of them. My no, I mean,
2: every headshot I've loaders. ever done has been a hit. Has been a crit. Peer and loaders, if you hit him in that eye, everyone's a crit.
0: In the eye, yeah. Um, yep. there are some enemies that have headgear that you can't do a crit on. Especially in the DLC. There's yeah. a couple of guys like the Anchorman. They, you
1: can't oh, yeah. crit If they crit don't have a head. crit spot, then you can't do a crit. Oh, And the power loaders. The guys that had the propellers in front of them. You cannot get them with a gun most of the time. If you're yeah, you facing can. front on. It is oh, a bad I, shot.
2: I kill them every time. Give me my assault rifle and I destroy them.
1: Yeah, What I like to do whenever I see one is just toss a grenade and it works just as good as any other gun. Now one of the uh, things
0: that's a big topic of debate is people want to know is what are the key stats to look for in different weapon types. I know that a lot of people get in the same rut where they only look at damage and that's how they determine what weapon or grenade they're gonna use which is completely bogus. In 90% of the time, that is not the big determining factor with a weapon. It plays a part in it, but it's not the determining factor. Especially in sniper rifles, sniper rifles, I can't recommend enough making sh- making picking your your sniper rifle based on the amount of shots it, t- it does. Like I don't like the burst shot at all; no, it has to be single fire. Um, but ammo sizes. If you don't have a fast reload, the clip is very important. You are not going to have time to keep on reloading if you are, unless you are really good sniper. But most importantly is the accuracy. The accuracy determines the sway of the, of the gun. If you're having issues with the sway, you can always crouch. Oops, that was my thumb on my desk. <laughs> you can always crouch, and uh, it'll it'll increase your accuracy. But you want high accuracy, fast reload. Those are the two key factors of a sniper rifle. Elemental. It depends on the elemental chance. You want at least twenty percent to be an outstanding sniper rifle, because you only have See, one I, shot.
2: I won't use a sniper rifle without element, without an elemental on it.
0: I use well, a non-elemental it. one right now. That has a ninety-eight percent accuracy. That has over twelve hundred damage a shot.
2: Yeah, I found I've, I actually have a non-elemental one that has that much too. I still do more damage with one that has nine hundred damage plus fire
0: damage. Yeah, it depends on the elemental rate as well. With my with zero, I can one shot anything by a crit every time. Take off after life with the non-elemental. I couldn't do that with my elemental one either. I had a nine hundred, a nine thousand six hundred base fire elemental that had twenty-two percent chance, high a high, high chance of of letting him on fire. But you also got to think that there's a lot of enemies out there that are highly resistant to fire.
2: Oh, that's why I always carry a fire and a lightning sniper rifle.
0: Well, if you have a non-elemental, nothing resists it.
2: Well, that's what I, that's what I have. My explosive, uh. Assault rifle for.
0: <laughs> like I said, debate here. <laughs> but that's no, what I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like
3: listening to Mike, and that's pretty much what I got. My sniper is has the incendiary or the the fire.
2: Yeah, I always do uh, fire a lightning.
3: Yeah, because and because I crit all the time, you know, headshots. And if I do not get him down with that one headshot, it's he's most likely getting lit up. So I could just yeah, shoot him. and Go to the next. And then I have, right. then I have a pistol that has a explosive.
0: I was looking at it with my, with zero. It was either 120, it was um something like uh, 15,000 crit versus 120,000 crit. I'm going 120k. Especially with the fact that I, it, there's hardly any sway on the sniper rifle. So I can literally get crit after crit after crit just mowing people down. I shot someone that, uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, a berserker that was coming after Dan. Not a berserker, but a, a psycho. It was coming after Danny. As he jumped in the air, I hit him in the head. That's awesome. As he was jumping I, at Dan, it was great.
2: I, uh, I no scope the little helicopter things with my sniper rifle.
0: Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's a perk
0: also with um, zero on the left-hand side of the, t- the left tree, is that you can increase the uh, the hip fire accuracy with a sniper rifle up to 110%. Nice.
2: Yeah, I, I just no-scope those all the time. It's fun. Oh, that makes
3: me think of the uh, the BA points. That it's probably one of my favorite things in this whole game. And uh, I just got one like right before the show, where it is called No Scope, No Problem.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah. I got. I've gotten so many levels of that one.
3: Yeah, um, I just I, I love those BA points. They're great. And, and what I've been doing is I'm I'm kind of doing what you said, Joe. So I feel better about it now because I'm looking for accuracy on my weapons, and then all those BA points I'm putting into either like. Accuracy or um, damage? Accuracy? Well, well, does not really he matter? Said
2: accuracy is good for a sniper Diaper. rifle, not necessarily for all guns.
0: Um, accuracy is great I for a sniper rifle. Like a, a machine pistol, not nothing to worry about. With pistols, you don't have to worry about accuracy. Assault rifles don't really have to worry about accuracy.
2: And see, shotguns is where it's different. Yeah. Because what accuracy means on shotguns is spread. The less accurate, the bigger spread. The more accurate, the smaller spread. Okay. So that is uh, depending on what you would want it to do.
0: <laughs> so
2: I love shotguns. So, assault rifle.
0: What is your recommendation for a good assault rifle, Mike?
2: Honestly, my favorite assault rifle is one that I, I keep trying to get is one of the elemental uh, explosives.
0: You
1: like the explosive, a, the rocket launcher I ones?
2: I love the explosive. It, uh, it's a TDR. Is it the TDR? I think it's a TDR.
1: Yeah, TDR.
2: Is the one and it shoots little balls. They look they're little yellow balls. Now the thing is they travel slower than a normal bullet because it's an elemental like ball explosive. But they destroy everything they touch. I can kill a loader in three hits.
1: Yep. I've got a I've got a spin gun and what those do is uh, steadily increase the rate of fire uh, Yeah, the longer same you hold the the button, and no, it's I can't a, stand exactly those, what
0: you're talking about. I can't stand it's, those turret guns. Exactly,
2: I love that one. I, I have can kill everything quick.
0: My preference was zero because he's he's crit based. Is the um, single shot assault?
2: Uh, with that. See, with that assault rifle right there, I was actually able to kill a uh, a badass. Uh, what is it? The constructor one, the one with the big eye. Mm-hmm. In three seconds. Yeah, Same now, level with me.
1: Now going back to the whole. Uh,
0: Obviously once it's tied with yeah uh,
1: still trees <laughs> I believe we're talking about
0: guns right now, Dan
1: I know, but this ties into the assault rifle because with my gunzerker that I don't like the single shot assault rifles. what I do is I look for the ones that have a constant rate of fire because when I go gunzerker, the longer I hold down the trigger, the faster the assault rifles fire and the faster they reload, which I really like that so I keep it to where they have a constant rate of fire and I don't have to keep on pressing the trigger.
0: Again, that comes down to the class. and that. So for zero, more crit, better option. For Gunzerker, automatic fire is the best option for you guys. Single shots don't always work well for Gunzerker, so submachine guns, assault rifles, uh, fast-shooting handguns like uh machine pistols Ugh, work best for that handguns. for that perk tree that Daniel's going for. Otherwise, there's other perk trees in Gunzucker that allow you to use different types of weapons just as effectively.
2: I hate handguns. I love them. Ugh, I can't um, stand I do see them. It. You will it's never it. see me touch a handgun after the beginning of the game. After you finally get rid of only handguns, I haven't touched one since.
0: I absolutely love the classic six-shooter type handgun. Yep, that thing, Those things are beast mode, and they're great for close-quarter kills. Perfect good. for them.
2: Here's my four weapons. Sniper rifle, assault rifle, shotgun, and then the third one is either an SMG or a rocket launcher.
0: Okay, we're not saying what you prefer to have in your loadout, Mike. <laughs> What's good weapons for each one? <laughs> but yeah, that's actually pretty good setup for a commando, Mike. Really good one, actually.
2: I just never liked handguns. I hated handguns in the first game. I hate handguns in this game. I think they're pointless.
0: I love them, and they do actually a lot more damage than a submachine gun or assault rifle up close. Just the only better that the only gun better than them for close quarters in most cases is a shotgun. Right. Exactly. But one, I can shoot. Close to me. <laughs> I can shoot so much faster with a handgun and load it so much faster than I can a shotgun any day. With, yeah, but with zero. With a Good.
2: shotgun, you only need one shot. You kill everything around
0: you. <laughs> no, that was not with not my experience. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, well, I can That's me then.
0: Wait until you get to the next, uh, next playthrough. You're going to realize that your gun choices may need to change. <laughs> I, I, I realized that quick.
1: So did I.
3: Yeah, I got to say, uh, I kind of agree with uh, Joe's playstyle on all this. Like, I like those the single shot. You know, And I love the revolvers.
0: I did have a handgun that I was playing with for a while that was uh, an, an epic. It was two-shot based, but it did a rapid-fire two-shot. It was a very high damage, and with was... Zero, I have a perk that allows me to get 50% chance of firing two bullets at once. So I shoot four at once instead. It, it's like a little mini handgun that, like a, a, a machine pistol that just devastating damage of one of those six shooters. That's cool. So for me in handguns, I always look for the fastest firing. The fast reload. There's some of the handguns that work really well. Um, machine pistols are elemental based. Uh, you don't, I, I like the elemental machine pistols a lot better than the um, single-shot handguns with elemental because they have a higher. When you're looking at elemental ch- elemental chance, you got to determine how many bullets you're going to be throwing out there. So the sniper rifle, you're only getting one shot at a time. Anything less than 20% is worthless. An assault rifle that depends on the type of assault rifle you have, if it's a, if it's a constant fire rate a lower elemental chance like 10-12% is fine because you're throwing out a whole lot more bullets so that chance of, of actually igniting or using the uh, the element on it's going to be much greater. Well, handgun, you have a much greater chance of lighting him on fire, for instance, with a machine pistol than you would ever with a six-shooter.
3: Okay, a question then uh, about the elemental. Like, if you crit, does that increase your chance of the elemental kicking in?
0: No. It's okay. all based on your character perks, your um, class mods, your the other, the other mod. What's it called, Mike? Uh, your
1: your relic, BA rank. With
0: your relic as well. Relic, yeah, BA rank. You can also increase your um, elemental chance as well. Right, but the gun will will come with an elemental chance and what kind of elemental damage it will do. So okay. we are looking that at must damage. Must be a high chance, I guess. Yeah, we are looking at some. Depends on. I noticed that. When you go up into like the blue and epic quality, the chance for elemental gets much greater, much greater. I've had an ele- I've had an elemental submachine gun that we found off of uh, defeating a boss by the name of uh, the Leviathan. Uh, no, it wasn't Le- Daniel. It was from the regular playthrough. It was that bunker. It was bunker. He dropped a submachine gun. That had an elemental chance. It was an extremely fast fire rate, insanely fast, and, and the elemental chance was thirty-three percent. So I was literally every time I pulled that trigger, I was lighting something on fire. Every single time. For me, some machine guns I, they have to be elemental. I don't like them non-elemental because they have extremely fast fire, extremely fast fire rate, more than any other gun in the game. So. Elemental is key with those. I'll pick up an Elemental any day of the week. I usually have two or three Elemental submachine guns on me at any time. I can swap them out based on need. Because if you use like a uh, corrosive submachine gun on those robots, they don't stand a chance in hell.
1: Well, I'd have to completely mirror you with the submachine guns. Elemental works wonders with submachine guns. I, ha- I hardly use them, so... I don't really have a big opinion on some machine guns.
0: I usually steal all of them from Dan.
1: (laughs) Mine!
2: I Uh, always use elemental stuff, so it doesn't really matter what I say. (laughs) I very rarely use something that's non-elemental.
0: I think the other good one for elemental is a rocket launcher.
2: You know what I look for in rocket launcher? Huh? The most damage.
0: (laughs) Oh, duh. That's like the only (laughs) weapon in the game where the most damage is the key factor.
2: I have one right now that has... uh, was it, like 2,500-something damage?
1: <laughs> uh, I believe I've got one that's uh, 6,000 damage no, and does Daniel, incendiary.
0: Daniel, you have one that does 16,000 times 4.
1: Oh, yeah. Wow. And Yeah, I, I'm a big collector of rocket launchers, and they do insane amount of damage, especially when you have elementals attached to it. I, mean, oh, I love...
0: I, Mike, what do you think about the slag elemental? Sorry, Dan. I don't ever use it.
1: Why?
2: I've used it before a couple of times, and it didn't make a difference to me. Ah. Oh. Things die just as fast if I use it if I don't use it.
0: Uh, well, I, I play with Dan a lot, so using a two-man combination, using a slag weapon, is extremely useful. Because, now, the uh,
3: slag, is that for the busting through the, uh, the shields?
0: No, slag increases the weapon damage that they take. Okay. After they get slagged,
2: so it again, it increases the elemental damage that other weapons deal to them.
0: Okay. So when me and Daniel are playing in combo, and he's, and I have a, a like a, a slag machine pistol I used to use, would destroy anything in sight. Daniel would come in with an elemental rocket or whatever, and it, he would do insane damage to him. So slags work really, really good in combo with someone else.
1: Yes. yes. Okay.
0: But solo, well, if you have not a so much.
1: Switch out speed. It does great for yourself as well, because you can have your slag you can shoot them once with the slag, switch out real quick, shoot them with a shotgun, or keep on shooting them with an assault rifle, and they'll go down quicker than anything else so on shotguns, Mike, do you
0: prefer like the scatter shots or do you prefer like the uh, the grenade launcher one?
2: depends on what i 'm fighting i use uh, I actually usually keep two to three shotguns in my inventory and Depending on what I'm fighting depends on what I use. I usually try to keep something that's a scatter shot, but about a fifty percent accuracy rate.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That way, it's not too scattered, but it's still good enough to hit two or three things, like skags coming at me.
0: I, I with crack that I up. can
2: take out three of them.
0: Yeah, I crack up when ants. I I get the thing is so funny when shotguns come with with uh, scopes on them.
2: Oh, I love it! I love it.
0: It's like an oxymoron.
2: <laughs> no, it actually works really good. You know those. Um, Big ol' huge things with the crystals on their arms. Yeah, shotgun's is the this. best weapon to use. Sniper. I, went I up
0: completely there. agree.
2: No, I, I could. It's a lot better. I'd run up close to him, shoot once, and take out all three legs. <laughs> and then it was dead. It was fun.
0: Well, when you get in the next playthrough, Mike, <clears throat> I have to use a sniper rifle in order to take one shot on each leg. So it takes me about three shots to kill him.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the same thing. I can just hit most of them with that. I would just run around them See, and shoot them with shotgun.
0: I'm I'm with sniper rifles as you are to handguns. I mean, yeah. shotguns. I can't stand shotguns. I just don't use oh, them. I love them. But They're it's also right. different play styles that you and I have. You're a running gunner. Yep. I like being more precise. Precision gunner. Well,
2: i precise gun. with a sniper rifle. I can get a headshot 99% of the time.
0: All right. What about grenades?
2: I, hate I, I use the grenades. I usually try to get a transfusion grenade. That's pretty much the only thing I use.
0: I love grenades. They get so much more useful as you get higher up, Mike, in the game. When you get into the next playthrough, they become critical. Uh, There's different grenade types, and people get really confused. They, They try to go off of just the damage number, which is the wrong way to do it. Because grenades have multiple different attributes that can be attached to them in different random orders. Where they be homing, so they can track down enemy. Sticky, they stick to, to them. Bouncing, bouncing buddies are hilarious. Um, yeah,
2: I have the I have the child grenade transfusion that I like.
0: Yeah, child grenades are pretty cool. Child grenades, what they do is they split into to, uh, multiple grenades after they explode the initial blast. And then those will the blast. And the, the grenade types can have different amounts of child grenades that spawn. I've seen the biggest one I saw was nine.
2: Yeah, I think mine's nine right now. Which um, works great with transfusion. It works awesome with transfusion. Then you have I'm the turret. So much life.
0: Then you have turret grenades. They don't really say turret grenades on them, but what they do is they they actually call it a child grenade, but it's not really. Is that they'll shoot bullets in an area around them, like a heavy machine gun going around in a circle. So the damage number looks a lot lower than other grenades, but you got to multiply that by about twenty times to get the accurate number that it will produce.
2: If somebody's standing in range,
0: uh, the blast radius determines what, what kind of range it will be. Oh well, yeah, they exactly. usually have those type. Usually have a very high blast radius. Uh, I love, absolutely love the uh, the not the black hole. What they call that? Um, singularity. Singularity. Yeah, I love the singularity, singularity well. perk. They don't have to worry about aiming. <laughs>
2: Just throw it. Yeah, singularity draws everything into the center. Works really good with the turret.
0: Using a but, Sticky Singularity, homing Sticky Singularity, that was my favorite, that had an uh, um, incendiary effect to it.
2: Yeah. But then again, it really depends on your character and your playstyle. Because if you're playing as Maya, and you go down the tree where you can have the her special ability suck everybody in, yeah. it's almost pointless to use that grenade. So, it, because well, yeah. She can do it.
0: <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of different... There's things, there's there's hidden abilities in some weapons that you guys, that are not said on the weapon description, and that happens quite often with epics and every time with legendaries, and sometimes with blue weapons. If they're a named blue weapon, there's a chance they're going to have a hidden attribute to them. So even if they if, if the stats don't look as good as your green or your other blue, give it a shot anyway, especially if it's an epic or a legendary, because it's going to have hidden elements to it that you wouldn't see otherwise. ...that can make that weapon devastating. Highly devastating. I, um... On my other guy, my commando... I found a... Deep purple... That had homing bullets. And it wasn't in the description of the gun. When I was firing it... It would... Home the bullets to them, wherever they were at. Um, those weapons that usually have hidden attributes... Will have red lettering with some kind of funny description... In the description of the gun. Also... There are weapons that will harm you more than anybody else as you use them. Case in point, the curse weapon. It slows you down. You can't run with it. It's annoying as sin. You can't aim with it. The accuracy is like 1%. So when you're shooting it, you're all over the place. It's, it's worthless. And there's a grenade you can get from a quest in uh, Captain Scarlet DLC. It's a child grenade, Mike, that when it explodes, all the child grenades come right back at you. <laughs> it will kill you every time,
3: so why would you use these weapons?
0: Uh, you wouldn't now the okay. child grenade that comes at you can be useful in some scenarios, like if you're being you know murdered with everything around you to hit that grenade and run, <laughs> you might kill everything that follows you, but it's kind of pointless. really that grenade's just useless. You gotta watch out for those weapons. I've seen a couple of them that are do more harm to you than anything else.
3: You know, I, I saw a couple that says uh, explodes when uh, reloaded.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those, so, so,
3: does that mean when I reload it, it's going to explode in my hand? You throw no, the gun. Throw it. Oh, okay. Like when a you,
2: grenade, mm-hmm. and then it, it explodes. It fires like a grenade wherever your reticle is pointed.
0: Okay. Dan has a had a rocket launcher that had a unique quality to that to that quality. It was a. Um, I my brain shot, there's a type of grenade where the longbow, it had a longbow effect to it. So when he threw the rocket launcher, it would longbow, which teleport, wherever he was aiming, and then explode.
1: It was. It was a really good rocket launcher, but I found one that had a lot more damage, so I sold it. I, I do that a lot.
0: With that weapon type, Derek, the more ammo you have in the gun, the bigger the explosion.
2: Okay.
0: So if you don't have any rounds left, it would be the minimum explosion it can do. If you have a full or a near full clip, the bigger the explosion, but you'll waste those bullets.
2: Yeah, I had a uh, uh, SMG one time, and I, I was facing one of those. Uh, what are their names? The ones with the big red eyes.
0: The big red eyes.
2: Yeah, the the robot constructor, but no, not a
0: constructor. Not a constructor.
2: Ugh, can't think of the name right now. But I was fighting one of those, and I had my SMG, and I was shooting it, and I decided I'm gonna try this. I shot one bullet threw it out it launched hit the thing in the guy and did like uh, eight thousand damage <laughs> oh wow i was like whoa all righty then
1: i'm only using one shot with this thing from that one
2: no because wow. then you waste all that ammo <laughs> mm-hmm. that ammo still disappears on those guns see so other guns you reload with only one shot you still have all your ammo that one if you throw the clip all the ammo that was in that clip is gone yeah. I actually burned through the whole my whole SMG ammo in, in like five shots.
0: <laughs> because of that, uh, so I, any other last comments on Borderlands Two before we move on, guys? Nope. Dan, dishonored. You've got a good chance of playing it today or this week.
1: Oh yes, I have. I I started playing it for a little bit, and uh, I am loving it so far. What? I just love the whole stealth aspect of it. On every single mission that I go through, I make it my goal to remain unseen. And to tell you the truth, it's kind of hard at points. Hmm. I, I mean...
0: I've watched you, Dan. Um, yeah, I'm not going to comment on that for the sake of not being mean.
1: Well, when, <laughs> I, when I first started, I mean, when you escape from the prison. I, was, I remained completely unseen throughout that entire mission. Then when I started getting into the more open areas, I'm like, no. I, I can't do anything without being seen because these guys just group into groups of three or more. and you ha- And if you do want to remain unseen, you have to figure out a clever way to keep them away from each other, which I still haven't found out a way to do that. I'm working on it, but most of my experiments and attempts end in me dying. It's The game's hard, but entertaining. Really, really entertaining. Uh, The most entertaining aspect of it would probably be the powers that you can unlock within the game. I highly recommend rune hunting, as I like to call it and collecting as much of these runes as possible to unlock every single power that you can.
0: That's the heart, Daniel. It's not a power. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so your impression so far on the game, Dan? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Alrighty, righty. I'm going to try to play more of it this week. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of it when I first played it, and there were some really cool aspects. I'm going to give it a, definitely a lot more of a shot. I didn't have any time at all last week to play it, so... I'll get into it, and I'll talk more about it next week, hopefully. Um, and we have one last email to get into really quick, and that came in to us from George. Derek, you want to read this one? Sure. It says, "Hi guys. First of all,
3: first off, I just want to tell you guys about how much I enjoyed your first show. I was listening to it on the bus to school, at home, and wherever I could. Basically, I was just wondering if any of you have any thoughts on Counter Strike Global Offensive. Some of you, Dan." may know that I like Counter-Strike very much and was wondering if any of you guys do too. Personally, I like the game because it's quite realistic in the sense of your health doesn't regenerate. I don't play many first-person shooters, but this is my favorite.
0: Thanks. Uh, Well, George, basically I don't like any first-person shooter like Counter-Strike or uh, Tom Clancy games because they're too realistic and too much management. I like my first-person shooters to have more of an arcade action, full action feel. That's just my personal
1: opinion. So, I'm not a huge fan of Counter Strike. I personally haven't ever played it, so I don't really have an opinion on it. I'd like to try it out before I really say what I think about the game. And what yeah, the I, right
2: now? I treat first person shooters like I treat my sports games. If I have to manage everything, little aspect about the game, I ain't going to play it. <laughs>
3: Well, see, I'm I'm very interested in this game. I uh, have been for a while because I kind of like that kind of play style, where you know I don't you know wait five seconds and my
0: health regenerates. Uh, I guess I'm just a little old school like that. I guess. No, I just it's the other aspects of the game I'm not a big fan of because it's too realistic. Yeah, it's
1: not
2: the health regen thing. It's just the having to manage a whole like squad of team going through here, going through there. Just give me a gun, let me go kill. Me some and
0: people. Mike used to play. uh Religiously, we used to play a game on PlayStation Two. Three of them, actually. Uh, SoCOM. SoCOM, and you don't regain health. And when you're dead, you're dead for the round.
2: Yeah, you don't respawn. You
0: don't respawn okay. until the round's over. Like yeah. Okay. Those we were addicted to for a long time. Long time. Too bad the series is gone because their last SoCOM Four was a huge flop. Because they went too much. Le- they tried to be too much like uh... Call of Duty. Anyway, if you do get Counter Strike, Derek, we'll have to talk about it on the show. Get your okay. opinions on it. Um, I'm going to have Yvarwin on the show probably next week. He's been playing a lot of Dishonored. Um, I'm going to try to talk him into it. If not, we'll probably have Dave Adams on the show to talk with, with us. So it's a good chance Dan will not be on with us next week, but he will be on shortly thereafter. He's he's what's called a rotator. So uh, hopefully we'll we'll be talking to Dan again very soon iTunes shoutouts. Mike, you want to get these?
2: Sure. We got Slabber 105. SOC Hobbit. Those are both from the US. From the UK, we got Knobber 3. And that's all we got.
0: Thanks, guys, for your five-star review. Shoutouts. We really appreciate your five-star reviews. Our final thoughts. Um, I'm getting nearly finished with Borderlands 2. I'm going to be moving on to other games more than my addiction to Borderlands 2 lately. Maybe. We'll see. I'm going to be playing a lot more Plantside 2. i going to get into Dishonored. And if you guys have any suggestions for us for action games you want us to tr- to check out, look into, maybe play, uh, email us. Our email is AdrenalineGamingPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Or you can Twitter us as well. Twiddler. Twitter us. Mike, final thought?
2: Yeah, I can't wait to play some Borderlands. Hopefully this week I'll have more time without work, but who knows. But if I can, hopefully I'll get to beat the game, beat the DLC, beat the Cabal Hunter mode. Yeah, not gonna happen. But, you know, a boy can dream.
0: <laughs> uh, Derek?
3: I just can't wait to uh, finish the show up and get back into Borderlands. Uh, my addiction has just started. So, that's where I'll be for a while. And uh, I can't wait till next week to hear more uh, about Dishonored. You know, I, I have to live uh, vicariously through you people. Because uh, I'll i'm so interested in that game i just want to hear everything about it
1: and dan i would just like to say that i can't wait to get more into borderlands and experiment a little bit more in dishonored uh yep all right guys
0: how to reach us adrenaline gaming or dot is our website it works now officially i promise i checked it before the show uh, adrenaline gaming podcast at gmail.com is our email address Email us anything you want to talk about, whether it be anything we said on the show, whether you something you want to talk about in a game you're playing. doesn't have to be a game that we've mentioned yet at all, as long as it fits, like, you know, action-based. We're all cool with that. Twitter is at AdrenalineCast, at AdrenalineCast. Individually, I am at author J.R. Wilson. Mike is at InsaneHero. Derek is at SubProta, P-R-O-T-A. Dan is found at Boone underscore Teeny. Gentlemen... It's been fun, and Adrenaline Gaming is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. Keep shooting everything, everybody, and I'll talk to you next week.
2: Adios, amigos.
0: Chile. Bye.